Hello everyone, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch-through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen-rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everyone, to the Let's Talk Avatar podcast. I am Isaac. And I'm Rachel. And today we have watched episodes three and four of The Legend of Korra. Yes. Um, and these episodes, it's just progressively getting more and more interesting. Uh, me and Rachel actually went ahead and watched the next two after, but um, we're just going to talk about episodes three and four because we we could not stop watching, guys. Um if you know anything about Korra, you know it's just, at least the first season so far for us is just like, you have to keep watching. It just hooks you. Yeah, we talked about this. Episodes one through three are, they're, they're entertaining, but they're still kind of slower. And then once you get into episode four, it's like, you cannot stop watching. You are constantly like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Oh, we got to keep watching. Isaac and I had to get to a point where we're like, we have to turn it off. We (laughs) cannot keep going because if we keep going, we're just going to finish the season. Yeah, which I was not happy about to turn off, but... That's a good sign though. Yeah, that's a good sign, guys. So if you haven't watched Legend of Korra already... You should be watching. I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but cool <laughs> please, if you are. Please do not be listening if you haven't seen it, if you plan on watching it. If yes. you don't plan on watching it and you don't care about spoilers, then sure, listen. Also, um, if we haven't made it clear with our previous episodes of this podcast, we have already seen both series at least like four or five times both, so um we're not gonna pretend like oh this is our first time watching it's it's just gonna be an amalgamation of what we've seen and what we think about these episodes so yeah and it does get a little tough for us because we do tend to jump ahead we will catch ourselves most of the time but sometimes we'll think about something that happened that's already happened that we know about but hasn't necessarily necessarily happened where we're at in the episode if that makes sense We are, um, guys, I just want to say, Isaac and I, I think we have figured out our setup from this point on. I'm pretty impressed, but... We don't have headphones in right now to listen to it, so if it if there is background noise, um, just... Just bear with us. Like I said, we're working it out. Don't hate on us in the comments of wherever you're watching this. Um, <laughs> but yes, there is a fly on... The, it's actually on the back of the computer now. I can see it. So, um, that's our little friend, our extra viewer for the day, I guess you could say. He's a little fly on the wall. <laughs> we flew him out from... Cringe, <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, never mind. Stop. Oh. No more fly jokes. <laughs> okay, let's just get into this because Cora is the only thing on my mind right now. Cora is the only thing keeping me from ending it all. Just kidding. Ooh. If, if um, that by the happens way, to be the only thing keeping you from ending it all seek help like genuinely um by the way if you do watch on netflix the rating is tvpg because of self-harm i'm not sure um every episode's labeled self-harm at least so far that we've watched and there's not self-harm in every episode unless you want to talk about putting yourself in situations where you will be harmed which is every show yeah so um found that interesting so I think Netflix is trying to do a smear campaign against Korra because they never wanted they wanted Korra on there, 
but then they realized what it was and then they were already in the contract and so now they're like hmm what are little ways we can make it less viewable do you really feel that way well it just popped in my head i 100 percent doubt that's the reason but it's just a funny I mean, we thing do to think know about. the whole situation with the live action now. If you don't, Ooh, that's true. Look it up and prepare to be saddened. I'm still, I, I still have hope though. I'm a very optimistic person. When the live action comes out, I will still be watching it 100 percent, unless it is similar to the actual Avatar movie, and then I will probably be on here ranting <laughs> and crying to you guys. So regardless. Stay tuned. However long this podcast go on goes on, I think me and Rachel will come back if we end up leaving for a little bit to talk about the live action series. There's no way we can't, you know? Yeah, yeah, we'd have to. But let's finally get into the episodes. <laughs> uh, episode three is titled The Revelation. We have titles for you guys this, this episode, you guys. Yeah. We have titles prepared. We are a lot more prepared. I'm so proud of us. Anyway, okay. The Revelation. And... Um, <laughs> I'm like, wait, how did this one start? Yeah, um, I know. I'm like, uh, so much happened to the last two episodes we watched that are not these last two episodes. That, that's all I'm thinking about. Um... Basically, they're doing really good, and they are progressing in their, I guess, tournament? Yeah. Is, is the tournament going on right now? It is, No, right? so they've made it into, um, it's not the, there's the finals, but they've made it into, no, they've made it into the tournament, I think is what it is. Okay. But to be a part of the tournament, they have to have a certain amount of funds, which oh, is right. money they do not have at all. So this episode is them trying to, they're pretty much giving up because they're like well we don't have that much money yuans is their currency dang Pretty episode boss. three already they're like okay we're gonna become homeless like we have nothing <laughs> to live for well bolin of course takes to the streets with pabu and tries to earn money that way which i absolutely love because i love pabu but um it doesn't end too well because he ends up being approached by shady shin and that name is just perfect foreshadowing for what happens in this episode. Anything <laughs> like, shady. Yeah, Shady Shin is not a good character, but he's basically the leader of uh, one of the local gangs in Republic City. And he's like, oh, Bolin, we could use your help with the whatever. And then he offers him a deal that involves Yuan's. So he's like... Uh, I think just amount well, they don't tell you how much it is but i'm assuming it's exactly what they need but then after he gets picked up he's nowhere to be found and mako's like huh where is he goes to air temple island thinking that he's probably visiting cora because you know he's in love with cora so then he shows up there and iki and um Janora. Janora are like "Ooh, is that the boy you like and cora's like stop shut the Fuck up. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> okay, not that intense, but pretty much that. She earthbends them, and then you see them in the background like twirl down because they're airbenders. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's and like then, she can't do anything to harm them, which yeah. she hates because she wants to kill them. What? <laughs> That's so intense. Anyways, go on. So Mako's like, oh, I can't find Bolin. She's like, well, he's not here. And he's like, well, I'm gonna go find him. And she's like, well, I'll help you. And he's like, no. And she's like, I'll help you. And he's like, okay. So then it's pretty much the Mako and Korra show. They're looking for Bolin. They end up falling asleep. And f- and they like... Sex. No. 
Oh, they're leaning against because you know like there's uh, this obvious tension between them so they end up finding bolin back of this truck and amon's henchmen are taking him along with a bunch of other people from the gangs i guess around there's the city there's one named like agni kai there's the triple threat triads the agni kai's something else there's a bunch of them yeah so they're in the back of this car being taken away to go to some place that no one knows about Luckily, um, Korra and Mako figure out where it's at, and they end up saving him, and Amon gets away. I don't want to go into detail about it, because it's just, like, there's a lot of small things, I guess, that take place, but in the end, Bolin gets taken by the, um, Equalists, that's what they're called, there we go, and he ends up being saved by Korra and Mako. I love how they utilize the city in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like when Korra and Mako were on the hunt for Bolin, looking for any info they can, they can find. Um, They were like under a bridge in a different town, like in the park. It was awesome. And the backgrounds are pretty cool. I really love the backgrounds. That's, Um, there's a lot of work that goes into it and you can tell. And it's just so cool. The, the art style in Korra, I'm just a big fan of in general. So I love seeing these scenes where we get to see more than just the everyday scenes, I guess you could say. But they stumble upon the, um, what's his name? The guy, he doesn't have a name, the like protester. Yeah, he's like the head protester with the megaphone. Basically, they end up destroying his megaphone and finding these equalist posters that says like the, Reve- the revelation. Mm-hmm. And it's happening that same night. And then they find out on the back of the posters, there is a map. There's like four different posters and each of them have a part of the map on them. So they place it together and figure out where this hidden location is. Conveniently, they found it because they were right next to a regular map of the docking bay in Republic City. Mm -hmm. So they were like, oh, let me just line this up perfectly. Yeah. And then they show up there that same night pretending to be other people. Um, I thought it was so boss, though, because, like Rachel said, Bolin is, like, on the chopping block to get his... Bending, bending taken away. T- taken away. Taken away. I don't know. <laughs> taken away. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Amon's basically showing his power to the Equalist and his protesters and Can whatever. we just acknowledge the fact, too, how creepy Amon really is? Like, the mask is super creepy, but his abilities... And the skills he have make has makes it that much creepier. The way he goes about it too, like dodges things, is very much like Psycho Azula. Yeah. Oh my god. When gosh. she's like doing those weird twitch moves, it it's like is. that. It is. It's very like um, methodical, like thought out. His movements are very planned. It's like planned, but also like careless. It's kind of like, I mentioned this before, uh, like when we were watching it, it's kind of like an airbending style almost. Yeah, like it's like the way he moves because he moves very smoothly and he's able to, he, he focuses in on what's coming at him and can dodge it like effortlessly. We do a whole podcast. So <laughs> we're like, Ahmad's movements are immaculate. If I could just sit here and list all of the things that he is amazing at. This is a pro Amon podcast. We're now changing it. Um, just kidding. Although no I choice. do think he's a very good villain. Okay, so I don't really know what else. This episode, like we said, wait, one, two, wait, and wait, three. Wait, I was going to go into it. Oh, well, I was going to ask you if there was more you wanted to add to it. 
So Korra finds out, oh, there's a steam room, and I can waterbend. Let me get that steam and put it on the crowd and Amon so they can escape in the steam. So they do that. They end up having this huge tussle. I don't know what you'd call it, like altercation with the Equalist. Turns out the Equalist could have gotten them, but Amon was like, no, let them be. Um, she will soon show Republic City their true power, Amon's true power. Yeah, like sh- she's the perfect mouthpiece to reveal who I am and the power I have. Which is really creepy even more because he uses Korra to his advantages. He uses fear. Yeah. Very, almost too well. And... um. Keep in mind, Korra's been having nightmares about Amon taking away her bending. So she's... After this moment. After she knows what he can do. Was it after this moment? Oh, it is in the next episode. Yeah. So the only Korra we've seen is the tough, like rough and tough, I'm not afraid of anyone, I can take anyone down character. But also keep in mind, she's been so sheltered her whole life. She doesn't yeah. know anything I else. saw something. I, I said this to Isaac earlier. It, I, it really like stuck with me. I saw it on Instagram, funny enough. Um, follow us on Instagram. Let's talk Avatar. We do giveaways, post funny memes sometimes. And yeah. Um, anyway, it was on Instagram and it said, Aang was human learning to become the Avatar Whereas Korra was the avatar learning to become human. Because Korra has been the avatar her entire life. So she's now having to be a real person. Like figure out how to actually, I don't know, act normal or, or live in a normal world. Whereas Aang had been normal and then was like, oh, hey, um, you're the avatar, by the way. And he's like, I'm going to go lock myself up for 100 years. <laughs> he's like, all right, I got to dip. Um, These episodes... She's learning to be more and more like an air nomad. (laughs) Is she, though? Yeah. Compared to where she was, I think Amon is actually helping her in that way. Because she's so fearful of him, she has no choice but to, I guess, not be as... I don't know how to explain this. Not be as careless, outgoing as she is. So Like, not be as cocky, right? Because she's been so cocky, and I feel like this has been an opportunity for her to realize, huh... Maybe I'm not the most powerful person like I thought I was. And keep in mind, she is yet to enter the Avatar state. True. So her bending powers only consist of fire, earth, and water, which is still good. But if someone has mastered even just one of those elements, I feel like they have a one-up on her. Mm, like we've seen. Um, yeah. So I think this yeah, is... But yeah, she's more inclined to do her airbending training because she's like, also she's fearful, but she's also like... Well, maybe I need to learn a few things to beat this hoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Thumbs it up. So that was episode three. Pretty good. Um, But these next episodes are way better. They're so good. They're they're to the point where you have to fight yourself to stop watching. Yeah. So Which I'm probably, if I'm being honest, after we record, going to watch all of season one and then rewatch the episode specific to our current episode if that makes sense yes um so episode four is titled what's this one titled something in the <laughs> we night. had it prepared i told you guys it's so this the so voice epi- in the night so episode four is titled the voice in the night this is where uh, where i was talking about where you see kind of fear in cora you hear a mon's voice on the radio He's interrupted the radio station. Yet again. <laughs> Yet again. Happens Somebody quite a bit. Somebody needs to get him off Someone of there. Someone get him off the airways. Like, we need, <laughs> we need okay. this clear for Amber Alerts. Who knows what. 
Yeah, like he's taking up all their time. They could be doing a bunch of other things. Um, Cut to a clip of that Iggy Azalea meme. John in Tennessee, go ahead. What you want to say? That shit is fucking trash, dog. Get the fuck off the airwaves. Oh, um, so Cora is sweating in this moment, and you can tell she is fearful. She's still not going to admit it, but she's very standoffish of the idea of confronting him. Because in this episode, um, Tarlock, if you don't know who that is yet, I don't think we've talked about him. He's a council member for Republic City, just as Tenzin is. I think he makes his debut in this episode, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but... Does he? Anyways, yeah, he's like a big part in this episode. He shows up. um, His whole agenda this episode is to get Korra to join his task force to take down Amon. And... He approaches her about it. He actually shows up at Tenzin's house to have dinner to convince her. And surprisingly enough, she says no. Even Tenzin is like, what? And she's like, I need to focus on my airbending and I'm just not interested. So like I said, this entire episode is him sending her cars, flowers, food, all sorts of stuff to get her to join his task force. A literal car. Which, keep in mind... I mean, just from this episode alone, you know that Tarlock has an agenda. You don't know what it is, but you know he has an agenda. Like, there's, he's very manipulative. He's just that type of person, and you can tell. They do a really good job writing his character, I think. Um, and this is also the episode that Asami is introduced. She ends up hitting Mako with her car, and then they're like, let's date. Oh my gosh. It was so quick, too. It was like... She's like... Meet me here. Everything will be waiting for you. Like, you just hit me with your motorcycle. <laughs> like, I have lasting damage. No, I but Mako doesn't even care. Right now. Mako doesn't even care. He's just like, hey, I'm gonna get laid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true, but like, literally. This is not, uh, we do say that this is a teen rated podcast, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Which, up until now, I feel like we haven't no, utilized I- that. <laughs> I feel like we've been very kid-friendly. Like, very PG. We're really coming out, you guys. Cora really bringing out the teen-rated spirit in us. It's because Cora, they're actually, like, pretty much adults already, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, but back to Asami. I think, personally, I think Asami's really pretty. Um, and I'm, you kind of look forward. It's the first time you really see Mako, like, after they make their dates, he's actually very happy and love struck and so you're like oh i'm happy for him but then you're also conflicted because you're like oh i want him to be with cora because cora likes him and i know he has feelings for cora but now asami's in it and this starts the dreaded love triangle it's just building and building and building (sighs) and it doesn't stop until the end yeah just a little foreshadowing of what's to come um so yeah that's what happens Oh, um, they also... Tarlock's task force boss. Their uniforms, what they're about. Just boss. Like, they utilize every element. Uh, there's a scene where... Wait, where I'm getting way too ahead. Okay. No, um, you... Just keep going. There's going to be no rhyme or reason to these. Yeah, I'm just there saying... never is. Cora um, is one of those shows where we get so enthralled and so into it that we can't keep track of, like, what what happens when. So, like we've said plenty of times before, if you've already seen it, you know what parts we're talking about. And if you haven't, go watch it. Like, why haven't you watched Cora yet? Please, just please. watch it. Please, please, please watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> thinking about how I'm literally going to add the audio oh, for the Iggy ag- meme in there. Can we acknowledge the fact that Asami's dad is thicker than a snicker? Oh, my- I forgot. Dude. I don't even remember. 
Um, anyway, and it's not, also... It's, it's not like a, like, like fat stomach thick. It's like His hips thighs. Thick. His thighs are like thunder thighs. I'm like, dang, he getting it. Um, I'm just going to mention this real quick before you go off on the task force. Um, they still don't have money. I say, um, a lot, I've noticed. They still don't have money for their, what is it, the fire ferrets to enter the tournament. But Asami shows up and she's like, oh my gosh, my dad is the number one industrial... He like, created the Sato mobile. Yeah. Oh, our last name's Sato. Yeah, she's like, oh, by the way, my last name's Sato, and my dad's super popular, and he has tons of money, and we're going to sponsor the Fire Ferrets. And so Mako's like, oh my gosh, yes. So the Fire Ferrets can now enter the tournament. But Yay. they have to change their name and their uniforms to the Fire... The what fire... is the name of it? It's I like can't... the Fire Industrialist or no, something like, like that. No, it's like the Fire... Sato and just like I don't even know something I should know this it's someone, actually really someone cool. please send us tell Their us what it is is like a half um cog. honestly though like Mako said he's like I'd get the logo tattooed on me if someone was willing to put up that much money for me to enter a tournament I don't care what I have to wear and you just met them yeah honestly but then I also be like okay there's something but, to this no but it does make sense because Asami said she is a huge pro bending fan and has been following them so I'm sure since her dad's so rich and she's a daddy's girl that he'd probably be like oh well she loves this you know this sport and so i'm gonna support and oh wait we're just gonna talk about this and then next wait, episode wait, wait. tarlock's task force sorry guys we're just getting ahead Tar- of ourselves we're you guys know us we don't keep to any kind of i think cora should schedule. have stayed in that uniform i hate the sweatpants i'm sorry i hope it's not an unpopular opinion the sweatpants gotta go like if, if- no i'm with you on that one the sweatpants aren't doing her any favors <laughs> like- they are not doing her any favors I don't know if she... Me, okay, but here's the thing. I'm a girly girl. I like cute outfits and, like, more feminine things. But still, from, from a... From, like... But she's not like that. She's very tomboyish. Okay, but even, Look at her muscles. But even then, <laughs> you could still wear, like, shorts or, like, even pants. But sweatpants... Season four, Cora, her outfit? Eh. Still sweatpants-ish, but... Is it? Yeah. What about when she's... Never mind. We're not going to go there. Okay. We're getting way too we far. We literally skipped <laughs> three, three seasons. seasons. Um, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's go Just back three seasons. Um, yeah. So, wait. Is that all you wanted to say about the task force was the outfits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tarlock's hair. I actually love how I they did it. that. I hate it. I hate it. Isaac loves it. I hate it. Rachel Ooh. hates Hair in I noticed in in the Avatar universe for Rachel is like a make or break for a character. Like Haru, I felt like it was original and it fit him so well. But I know Rachel is like, ew, that hair. No, Haru's hair didn't really bother me. It was just his the mustache, mustache, right? The mustache, yeah, gotta go. Not a fan of the mustache. But and I like Katara's hair, the hair loopies. I always thought that was. Cute. I was not a fan of Azula's hair. Uh, it's very basic. I like the bun and the thing in it, but the two... Honestly, I kind of like her hair when she goes psycho and cuts it. Yeah, that fits her way it more. It fits her a lot better. Um, okay, wait, back to Cora. <laughs> we went all over. Actually, um, um, Ratatouille's a really good movie, and here's why you guys should watch it. Here's my synopsis, and also my 10-page write-up of why you guys should watch it. We have now turned into a Ratatouille podcast. Please join us next week as we dive deep into the mind of Ratatouille himself. And then the week after that, we're going to look inside the hat he'd been living in. (laughs) The smell of that had to be nasty. He's a rat. 
The smell of him in the hat. <laughs> no, he was a different rat. He was a different. He was rat. different. <laughs> breed different. He's a different breed. Okay. Anyway, um, are we done with this? Yeah, one? I think we're done with this episode. You know what, guys? I still have the next. The episode five and six are just on my mind, hardcore. So I'm sorry. This is why we can't re. We can't watch ahead. I know. I knew this was gonna happen. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on our website at nonessentialmedia.com, on Twitter at Let's Avatar, and on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. Join us next week for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.